This is Breakfast with Vossi and Brandy. The draw's a curious thing. I was just looking. Um, Broncos, they have five weeks in a row at Suncorp. There you go. And one of those games could be a full house against the Dolphins. That's one of the topics we'll talk about with the GOAT, Cameron Smith, who joins us now. If you would like to chat to Cameron, you can get on the Motorola open line on 1300-01-1170. Check out the latest smartphones from motorola.com.au or you can text through your question or your comment on the Edgewater Homes uh, text line 0457 736 736 Edgewater Completed Homes are now selling in the Catherine Park Estate. Well worth checking out if you're looking for a new home. Edgewaterhomes.com.au Where do we start? So much to talk about, Brandy, with our guest Cameron Smith on a Monday for one hour. One hour is not going to be enough, Cameron. Good morning to you. Good morning, fellas. Another great weekend of footy. Plenty of things happening. Sorry. Plenty of headlines again. Sorry, Kerris, is that a Dolphins hat you're wearing? Is that a fin, fins <laughs> up? Are you, have, you, have you hopped on the Dolphins bus here? you got the Dolphins hat Well, on. Well, Vossi, I'll tell you what. It, they've, they've, they've just captured everyone up here in Queensland. Two wins in a row, particularly the win on the weekend against Canberra. What a stirring victory that was. And I'll tell you what, there's, there's a head-on collision heading Suncorp Stadium way in a fortnight. The Broncos be the Dolphins. It's a Dolphins home game, actually. But if they if they were to win this week, both teams, they head into that round four clash undefeated. It'll be a top-of-the-table clash, 50,000 at Suncorp. There you yeah. go. I've called it yeah, right that there. that would be incredible. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, incredible. Lock it in. Uh, KO, KO Stadium was rocking when... Uh, when the hammer crossed for a try in the 78th minute, it was it was it was great watching. Uh, but let's let's flip back to the just before we talk about the the expansion of the NRL, which has been mm. um, you know a big story over the weekend. Go back to the Broncos and and Reese Walsh. Have you have you seen a better debut, debut? Like I know he's a junior, and it sort of happened in a roundabout way where he joined the Warriors, then came back. But mm. uh, that was that was pretty special. And I'll I'll highlight him and Ezra Mam. Mam was. Mam was unbelievable for the Broncos yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, fantastic and, 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 stuff. And Ezra, Ezra Mam was um, he was he was great in round one as well, Brandy against uh, Penrith. Mm. He's just he seems like he's yep. he's 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 come into you know twenty twenty three with more confidence, um, yeah, which you'd expect from a young man having played his first season last year. But yeah, those two guys were were outstanding um, against the Cowboys, which many many thought you know the cows were were going to get the points. Against the Broncos, um, even even though they'd knocked off Penrith the week before, and and it seemed that way early in the game where the Cowboys, I, I, it felt like they dominated the first forty minutes. Although they went into the sheds at halftime um, at the same score, right? But the Broncos were able to peg them back late. But the defence of the Broncos is just it's it's been outstanding in the, in the first two rounds. And and you highlighted those two players, Brandy, Reese Walsh. Well. In in you know just thinking back over you know the last five years, I I can't remember a club debut like it. No. It was just he was just everywhere, and his ability to to counter attack was was really impressive. Off kick returns, off any errors made by the Cowboys where they spilt the ball, he scooped it up. He just looked for opportunities, and he looked to link with Ezra Mam a couple of times. And those two young fellows were great. Let's go straight on that point, uh, Reese Walsh. And it's a great time to be in Queensland. Obviously, Cameron, uh, you know, mm. you're basket. You've got a real glow about you today. Um, yeah, Queensland <laughs> must be odds on for the Origin Series based on the start of the season of the oh, Queensland Club. Come on, Vossie. But Reese Walsh, uh, no, well, I'm They're saying, and I, and I, do, I am just bringing Origin into the equation. Um, <laughs> yeah. Walsh and Ponga, we had a, 
a caller earlier mm. say, would Reese Walsh be your Queensland fullback right at the moment? Um, and I know we're, we're dealing with concussion with Kalen, and his game three was superb. But Reese Walsh, if, if, the, if the development continued, could he challenge for number one at Queensland? Yeah, absolutely. I and, mean, you know, we hope, you know, Kalen Ponga is going to be okay. It's, it's, it's obviously a, he's had several head knocks and several concussions in a, in a very short space of time. So we'll have to wait and see what, you know, sort of protocols and, and, and things un, unfold with him. But certainly off the back of that, that performance the other night, I think it's got a lot of Queenslanders excited about Reese Walsh. And um, he, he was in, he was involved in the series last year. He came into the squad True. Um, yeah. Late in the piece, and and I know Billy Slater has a has you know huge raps on on Reece Walsh, and he knows that you know he's still got a lot of development in him as as a fullback. Um, you know he's still very young and, and raw um, with with you know the things that he's doing on the field, but the speed that he possesses, it's just you seen the other night. It's just so hard to contain, wow. so hard to contain, and that was that was one of the things that you know I always knew he was a you know he had a lot of you know, pace and, and lightning speed. But seeing him um, in person on the training paddock last year, that was the thing that, that really I was most impressed with was his ability to go from almost like a jogging pace sort of stationary and then flat out and the, and the movement that he, can, that he can produce laterally across the field and, and skip across defenders. It's just, there's not many guys in our game that can do what he does. So, you know, depending what Kalen where Kalen heads to now, um, you know, with, with the time he spends away from the game and, and, and really the, the form that, that Reese continues on, he, he may well have a Maroons jersey in a couple of months' time. Yeah. Uh, he, he gets across three defenders so quickly and mm. he could have burnt, like Peter Hicku had a, like he, nightmares about <laughs> he did, uh, mate, Reese yeah. Walsh on, <laughs> uh, yeah, on Friday night. Um, Vossi, I've just got to do a quick... Uh, quick golf update because the players championship Minwoo Lee is on the Tigers rickshaw at the moment the wheels are falling <laughs> off as, as we speak uh, he's dropped yeah. to eight under like he's he's outside the, the top 10 now he's uh, he's outside the top 10 Cam Davis though Cam Davis not Camp David as someone texted in a little bit earlier it's Cam yes. Davis um, he's at 11 under so he's sitting on his own in third spot Scheffler is a machine he's 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 hit five birdies. Five birdies in a row for Scheffler. Scheffler is 18 under, six clear of second place uh, Tyrrell Hatton, who's in the clubhouse at 12 under the cart. So it's all Scotty Scheffler's with... Early Earlier today, it was equal leaders. After three, Minwoo Lee had joined the lead um, and now finds himself... So he'd be, what, 10 behind? <laughs> 10 behind Scheffler. Now, this is shades of uh, Norman and yep. Faldo stuff. He had the mm. triple bogey at four, Minwoo Lee... And uh, dropped him down. Um, text is coming through. Just that, that stat about the Broncos. Yes, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. Uh, the Pearl says, oh, Broncos getting five games in a row at Suncorp. That's unlike the NRL giving the Broncos a leg up. It's not like they're getting most weeks on a Friday. <laughs> they, get, they get the five weeks at home, and then they play on the Gold Coast. So six weeks in a row, Brisbane essentially are in Brisbane. Have no travel to do, which is extraordinary when there's only... You know, two of oh, the three teams that they could have themselves and two others that they don't have to travel, and yet for a, a period of six weeks, the Broncos stay at home. That's Vossi, that's incredible. Maybe Kevin. someone how that work out? Yeah, maybe something that I heard over the weekend. Maybe and maybe someone knows the draw a little better than mine. I, I focus on what's mm. happening this weekend. I don't worry about mm. what's happening 
anything further than the weekend coming up. But I heard that the Broncos only travel to Sydney twice this year. Could be right. Surely that can't Could be, be right. right. That, that can't be right, can it? That can, well, it can be, not. probably. And, and the vagaries of the draw, what was pointed out earlier, Cameron, if you're not aware about Parramatta. So Parramatta, who have started the season 0-2, and two, now play Manly, who are coming off a bye. The next week they will play Penrith, who will be coming off a bye. And then they will play the Roosters, who will be coming off the bye. Yeah, wow. Is that fair cop? Is that fair cop <laughs> that you're yeah, facing wow. a freshened oh. up side, all heavyweights, <laughs> oh. Three weeks in a row, can't they? Do they ever? Do they ever look at those things? That doesn't seem right. That we've got all these great IT people, and we could land on a draw like that with that sort of no. vagary in it. I don't. I don't think that's fair. No, that's not fair. Not at all. No. And the Bron- that 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 uh, that info you got about the Broncos travelling to Sydney only twice, Brandy. That's wrong. They've already gone down to Penrith. Um, and in the coming weeks, they've got Manly. They've got Parramatta. Um, in about five or six weeks, they got Cronulla. Oh, got so Darwin, I think. Yeah, Darwin, I think is they're a bit off, isn't it? They're a bit off. That, yeah, that info's off, mate. Yeah, it didn't sound Manly right. Suncorp. Hang on a sec, Cameron. Manly Suncorp. Oh, that's actually... Um, uh, it is. Darwin. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> it is. It's Manly's home Hang game. <laughs> but it's yes. at Suncorp. Magic Manly's round. Game. Suncorp. Magic, Magic round. round, of course. Oh, they, they're too Magic good, the Broncos. Round. They're too good. There we go. I think I think Brandy's mail might be good. Now, Cameron, can we pin you down on this one? A, a talking point out of the weekend. Expansion. Okay. We are now mm. very much looking at 18th. We had the Prime Minister on the program, Cameron, just a few weeks ago when Anthony Albanese was pushing the barrow of Papua New Guinea. Um, it now appears that it's very much being discussed. Wow. If you had to pick right now, I'd put Cameron Smith in charge Ooh. of adding one team to the NRL to give us the even number 18. Where's it going to be? It's multiple choice. It's a, it's a second oh. New Zealand team. Is it a Pacifica team? Is it um, a PNG team? And they're talking about a PNG team based in Cairns. That would be mm-hmm. the training base. Is it Perth? Is it Adelaide? Is it, is it somewhere else, central Queensland? What have you got, Cameron? I'm putting you in charge oh, of the game wow. now to make... The big call. Yeah. Um, I did, On a hiding to nothing, this answer. Um, I'd probably say Perth. I'd say Perth, Vossie. Yeah, I think um, there's a there's a, there's a a thirst for rugby league over there. Every every trip I've made over there to play um, footy, whether it be with the Storm or be over there with State of Origin, um, the locals just, they, they're, they're hungry for... Uh, an NRL team to go over there, and they love their league. They, there's a, there's quite a strong, um, you know, junior or grassroots competition over there at the moment. Um, and as we know, we, we we did have the Perth Reds quite some time ago, um, so it's not a foreign area for us. But I think it's just a it's a wonderful place to grow the game. Um, so I'd be going over to, over the west. Right. Yeah, so I that, that's my pick too. Australia. Well, see that that is my pick, and I, I've I've said it before that if they if they're going to bring an 18th team in, um, I'd bring in Perth because of that reason too, Cam. The, the, and the amount of times that I've been to Perth over the last few years, yeah, I think I think there's enough support there and enough corporate support and enough general support in Perth to have a team. We probably should never have given that up um, when the two Super League and ARL came back together, but uh, that would be my pick. I think I'm right. I think the I think the Broncos have two games yes. in Sydney for the rest of the year. Fair dinkum. It's the Sharks and the Bulldogs. Wow. Because yeah. the Parramatta game's in Darwin. They oh. play in New Zealand. They play the Melbourne Storm. 
Two games. Anyway. There you yes. go. They've confirmed it. We've confirmed it. Travelling to Billboard and Shark Park. The only other games they come to Sydney this year, having already been to Penrith. Cameron Smith, our special guest between 8 and 9 on a, uh, on a Monday morning. And a question for Cameron on the text line, on the Edgewater Homes text line. Uh, Cameron, and correct me if I'm uh, right, is Billy still favourite to replace Bellyache? Or will he now look to Wayne and think he is only a pup? Surely, Cameron, you will take the smart route and stick with media and no coaching. <laughs> or, question mark, question mark. What, have you got any mail? Next coach at Melbourne. Is Cameron Smith throwing his hat in the ring? Looks Absolutely like fun not. job coaching. Absolutely not, Vossi. No, not at all. Particularly after you know Craig's tenure there for, what, 20, 21 years? Um, I'm a, I have too much fun talking to you fellas on Mondays. I'd rather talk to you guys than be in those meeting rooms. Dealing with the players. Yeah, well, and... look, well, you know, just look at. You only had to watch Tim Sheens yesterday. Oh, like, you're going. Oh my God, oh. Like, that's that's too no. tough. No, and as far as Billy's concerned too, um, I know there's a little bit of talk around Billy. All the conversations I've had with him, boys, is he he said I'm extremely happy with what he's doing right now. He's he's coaching the Queensland side, you know, doing his work with the media and his and his business with his horses. Um, so I highly, highly doubt that he'll take the role as, as head coach of the Storm. All right, let me push a little further, uh, Ray Martin style. <laughs> will it be an internal appointment then? Is, is, or will Melbourne cast a net for Yeah, who do you think coach? might get the gig? Oh, jeez. Um, I, I think, and, and this is without speaking to anyone in the organisation, any of the administration, I think they will look for someone that has spent time at Melbourne. Um you know, it's a, it's a, it's a very, you know, sort of, it's a unique place, you know, for, for rugby league to be, to be played and, and coached and, and whatnot. So you got to know uh, the town and the people and, and what the club's about. Um, they've got some wonderful people in the, the moment as, as assistant coaches. Mark Brettnell's got great experience. Uh, Craig Bellamy's son has been there for a long time. Aaron Bellamy, Ryan Hinchcliffe, former Storm player, as an assistant as well. Um, but I think if they're looking for a little bit more experience, maybe maybe a guy like Jason Riles might be a chance to go down and and uh, and coach Melbourne. That'd be my tip. He's he's currently at the Roosters. He's assistant coach at Roosters, the Roosters. Yes, he is. Yeah, it's yep. his second year at the Roosters. Um, so you know, and he's yeah, so he's been both a player and a coach at the Melbourne Storm. Um, yeah, so that would be my tip. But yeah, who knows? We have to wait and see. I think nights like the other night, it just did not look like fun for Craig. And oh. we were obliged to ask you, Cameron, about Melbourne. I mean, well, they're saying, well, you've been around the club a long time. The injury mm. crisis at Melbourne have at the moment. Yeah. Craig doesn't want to make excuses. It pains to say that. But the fact is the fact. It's the worst injury dull they've had in his time. Yeah. Um, and the other day, Xavier Coates pulls out on game day. Then Nelson for solomona is an hour casualty out of the game. And you're looking at six to eight weeks mm. out. If you took away, say, Harry Grant, and um, and Jerome Hughes, it's looking the, – the depth is just so thin at yeah. Melbourne. I didn't see the side like it. Your two wingers had seven games between him. Your 5'8 yep. was having his first start at, at six. Your bench had 22 games between them yeah. in round two. You've got a bench of 22 games experience. Yeah, I think it's the most uh, inexperienced storm side that has been on the paddock for quite some time, Vossi. And, uh, you know, and this is the challenges now that, that Craig is facing is – you know, a lot of new faces, particularly, um, you know, those new faces are all young guys starting out their career. And that was my, my major concern for the Storm going into this season was um, 
the depth, particularly in the key positions. And so if they ever lost, you know, a Munster or a Hughes, um, a Harry Grant, they're already, you know, starting the season without Ryan Pappenhausen, who was out indefinitely. We don't know when he's going to be back. I was just, my, my concern was if they lost one of those guys, you know, where where was the next guy coming from and, and how much of an effect would that have on the footy side? Now, you know, Cameron Munster not being there the other night, that's no excuse for some of the things that the, that the Storm weren't good at. And Craig pointed those out after the match. It was a lot of the effort areas that he was really disappointed in. You know, you take a star player out of a team, that's that's no excuse for lacking effort. There's there's absolutely no excuse for that. But taking him out of the football side, that certainly does dent the confidence of that team. When you have a guy like Cameron Munster, look what he did the previous week. He had a compound fracture of the finger, went off the field, come back on and, and help steer the team to a great victory against Parramatta in Golden Point. So that's the concerning thing for the Storm now is is – if they lose a couple, particularly those experienced players with such a, a young squad, who, who's who's taking control of that football side? And and I think yeah, that's I, what – they're I, the yeah. questions that will be asked this week around that squad was, hey, like we were, we were down one one experienced man. We need people to stand up. Mm. I, I think the competition has squeezed closer together. There's no doubt that, that – Yeah. And yep. those sides that didn't make the eight will be are a big chance of knocking off the good sides this year. Who, you know, those sides that have been pulled apart a bit. The Panthers, mm. the Storm have lost players through salary cap. You know, they've had to yep. shuffle the de- the deck chairs a bit. You know, if they've got one or two of their key players missing, they they are vulnerable. Mm. And the Storm showed that on the weekend against Absolutely. the Dogs. Big time. It was twenty six nil after fifty minutes. It was looking. It was seriously. It was looking like. Uh, well, this this will get to fifty. Um, that's that's where it looked like it was headed. And then uh, things changed in the last bit. But uh, Craig Bellamy bitterly disappointed and knows he's got a big challenge. Melbourne the next couple of weeks. Titans and Tigers. That's their next two matches. Uh, keep the questions coming for Cameron Smith on the Edgewater Homes text zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. If you'd like to call. The Motorola open line, it's open for business, 1300 01 1170. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 1170 AM in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.